You're listening to Rhema for Today. Jesus put teaching before healing. Did you notice that? Did you notice that ninth chapter, 35th verse of Matthew? It didn't say Jesus went around about their villages healing every manner of sickness, every manner of disease among them and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and teaching in their sin. No, 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 no. I believe it's important the way the Spirit of God says things. Jesus went around about their villages teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom. And number three, healing every manner of sickness and every manner of disease among the people. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 2. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Turn over to 1 Corinthians real quick. Let me show you something the Lord showed me. Startle me. You know, because sometimes we just get things like that in our minds. 12th chapter, 1 Corinthians. 12th chapter, 1 Corinthians. We get certain things in our mind. I think it hinders us a lot of time. Read it from receiving from God and being blessed of God and even doing the works of Jesus. Now notice. 1 Corinthians 12th chapter, 28th verse. And God has set some in the church. First, apostles. Secondarily, prophets. Thirdly, teachers. After that. In other words, you might say fourthly. Miracles. Then, then after that. Fifth, gifts of healings. Now, I remember one time when Jesus appeared to me in a vision the month of January 1958 in El Paso, Texas. And sit down by my bedside and talk for an hour and a half to me, primarily about the ministry of the prophet. You notice it's listing here? Because I'd gotten in trouble and had fallen, knocked my elbow out of place. And, and so the Lord said to me, you see, you got in trouble because you got out of my perfect will. Now, you know, there is protection for us. I, I've stayed there most of the time, thank the Lord. <laughs> Amen. But don't condemn anybody. Any of us could get out of it. And, and I, through my ministry, you know, I was healed in 1934. And I go along sometimes five, six, seven, even ten years at the time. Don't even know I have a body. Just, just don't have any problems with the, with the flesh, with the body at all. I mean, I endeavor to live over in the spirit realm. Now, if you've never been there, you don't know what I'm talking about, and I don't know how to explain it to you. But very little, very few times have I ever had anything physically wrong with me in all these years because I learned to walk in the Word of God and in the will of God. And the only problems I have had, to tell you the real truth about it, physically, was when I was not in the will of God in ministry. And then I got in trouble. I didn't say that's so concerning you. And that would not be so concerning you unless you had the same revelation of the truth of God's word and was walking in it. And so uh, the Lord said to me, you see, you got out of my perfect will. Because you see, your ministry is the ministry of the prophet and the teacher. Uh, it seems to me that those are the two hardest ministries to synchronize that there is. And I've had the most trouble. Because the teaching ministry is a more of a logical presentation where the prophet's ministry so many times is very illogical. And, uh, and, and more inspirational. And, and so he said, 
you reverse the order. He said, did you notice in my word? You can look these scriptures up if you care. You know, of course, the Bible said in the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word be established. Notice he said in my word that the prophet's ministry is always listed before the teaching ministry. Every single time where they're mentioned. Now, for instance, there's in, the, in, 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 in Ephesians 4, 11. When Jesus ascended on high, he gave gifts to men. He gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. Now, he said they're listed in their importance. Well, can you see the prophet's ministry listed above the teaching ministry? Now then here, see, here in this verse, this verse, you see, notice God has set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets. Now here he lists thirdly teachers. Now notice each time prophet's ministry is listed before the teaching ministry. But he said, you see, you know, uh, uh, I think we got it all wrong sometimes. Bless our hearts. And, and that's true. Jesus said to this man, go and sin no more lest the worst thing come upon you. And we get to thinking about a fellow doing something like maybe stealing something or telling a lie, committing adultery or something, you know, hating somebody. But did you know that you can just, if you're in the ministry, you can get your ministry reversed and get in trouble. If you don't know it, you better find out. Amen. He said, you see, you reverse the order, put the teaching ministry first, and the, second, and the prophet's ministry second. Well, you can readily see that's out of the will and out of the order of God, isn't it? Now, what you got to do is swing them back around. Put the prophet's ministry first. Well, really, I'd put the teaching ministry first and just neglect it altogether, the prophet ministry. Tell the truth about it. Just virtually left it off for a number of different reasons. Now, here's so what I want you to get. That wasn't, that wasn't it. <laughs> you know, sometimes if folks enjoy that too, you know, we get, get something out of that. Here's what I want you to get, though. That this startled me. You know, you read that verse over and didn't see it. So he said the prophet's ministry and the teaching ministry are both important, all right. And they're important to the church. Yet the prophet's ministry is above it. Now here's something we need to realize that folks, we, we don't leave that in print. He said the prophet's ministry is more important to the church than the teaching ministry is. We leave the impression that the teaching ministry is, well, that's it, that's number one. No, that's number three. That's what he said, didn't he? I said, didn't he? Huh? Again, Jesus said to me, however, the teaching ministry is more important to the church than working of miracles or gifts of healings. Now, wait a minute. Ah. My head says, no, that's not so. It'd be more important that you'd have miracles are working among you and gifts of healings operating in your midst and would be teaching you. No, notice what he said. He sat in the church. In where? In the church. First, apostles. Secondarily, prophets. Thirdly, teachers. After the teachers. After that. Then not that what he said? Miracles are working a miracle. Then, after that, then gifts of healings. See, sometimes we put the wrong emphasis on the wrong emphasis on the right thing. We get out of kelter. You out there? Amen. I sure got some of you to think in heaven. 
I can just hear some of those old rusty gears up there in your head really whirling. Good, 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 good. Praise the Lord, good. Get you to thinking, may get something into you. Teaching is important. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Very important, very important, very important. I said very important, very important. Jesus went around about their villages teaching. Notice this now. Jesus put teaching before healing. Did you notice that? Did you notice that now? Chapter 35th verse of Matthew. It didn't say Jesus went around about their villages healing every manner of sickness, every manner of disease among them and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and teaching in their sin. No, 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 no. No. I believe it's important the way the Spirit of God says things. Jesus went around about their villages teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom. And number three, healing every manner of sickness and every manner of disease among the people. Now here's something else that you need to realize. Startling, oh my, my, my. So much of the time, the word of God and Jesus will really upset your theology. Sometimes just shoot it full of holes. <laughs> I remember one time Jesus said to me, when he appeared to me in a vision, Jesus said, to, talking about his own ministry, you know, I wouldn't think, won't you think I'm smart enough to think up what I'm telling you? That's where I got what I'm telling you. He told me. Amen. That's where I got it. That's where I got it. And so he said, uh, he said to me, uh, talking about his ministry of teaching, preaching, and healing. And he said, those, I understood this because we talked about that. Now, like that man there, see, he didn't teach him. That's gifts of the Spirit manifestation. And they're manifested as the Spirit wills, and you can do that without any teaching. I mean, I mean, I've even, because the Spirit told me to, ministered to sinners and got them instantly healed. But the Spirit of God said do it. Are you listening to me? Amen. Amen. Spirit of God said do it. Spirit of God told me exactly what was wrong with them. And that's the thing I think that got their attention was that I was able to tell them supernaturally. They knew I, I was a stranger. I'd never seen them before in my life. And they'd never seen me before in their life. But I said, God shows me you're a sinner. Just call him out of the crowd. He said, step out now. God shows me you're a sinner. And you got that right so far, boy. I said, he shows me you have this. And I told him what's wrong. He said, you're right again. I said, he said, come down here. Let me lay hands on that case. He said, lay hands on and you'll be healed. You think that, that sinner man, man, you never saw such giant steps he took and was instantly healed. Three nights later, he got saved. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. Well, I see, why didn't you minister to every sinner? Never said a word about any other sinner. You see, never said a word. Now, these things will work, these, these manifestations of the Spirit work over in other areas. I was preaching out in the first four square church in Lubbock, Texas, in January of 1959. Last Sunday night of the meeting, last Sunday night, that three weeks. And uh, they, there was a fellow, I'd never seen him before, only night he was there. Well, he had evidently visited, I hadn't noticed him before because he had been in the services, or else his wife went home and told him what, some things happened. And he's standing right next to the aisle. Three sections of seats, you know, in an aisle over, and he's standing, and we're giving the invitation. We're singing, just as I am, I'd preach an evangelistic type sermon, uh, and we were giving an invitation to folks to be saved. Then I'm going to pray for the sick by laying on the hands. And, uh, and, and suddenly the Spirit of God came on me, and I knew exactly what I should do. And so I said to this fellow, you run on the back seat next aisle, step out now. You're talking to me, big old cowboy, you know, had on cowboy, a tall fellow anyway, and he had on these boots and made it look way up yonder. And then the, the floor was slanted back that way anyway. I said, yeah, you, step out now. He stepped out now. And I started like this. You know, you wonder why sometimes why you do some things. I started like this. Well, now, I'm going tonight, but I'm going just, now, this is really what happened. I knew that because I saw him in the spirit talking to his wife before he came to church. I'm going tonight, but I want you to know I don't believe in a thing in the world that's happened down there. I'm going just for your benefit, just because you want me to go. Now, now what all that preachers are doing, nothing in the world but just, just, just hypnotism. 
and mass psychology. That's all the world is, and mind reading. You know, calling people out and telling them what's wrong with them. He said, that's all in the world it is, and I want you to know I don't believe in it, and I'm not going to have anything to do with it, but I'm a-going, just kept on. I'm a-going just because you want me to go, and I just kept on repeating what he said, and I don't know where I would have wound up, but he ran down the aisle and slid into the altar. I never will forget it. I'm standing on the platform, and he slid, you see, and his feet come. That's when I knew I had on cowboy boots because his feet sticking out there with these cowboy boots on. And he's sitting down in the floor. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first item in this offer is the book from Kenneth E. Hagan, Love, The Way to Victory. The next item is the three-CD set from Kenneth Hagan, Our New Spiritual Realities. Both of these items are for the special price of $23.95. That's $13 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We are accepting applications yes. for the fall intake in September. It's so. not too early. It's not too early to enroll. No. Actually, you can apply online today, right now. That's right. Just go to your computer and go to rbtc.org, yes. and all the information is right there. You can apply online. Yes. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing teaching. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.